This is the year for improving our weaknesses, and I challenge everyone tuning in today to tap into their potential and do the same. One of the talks I had the pleasure of sitting through at PodFest was today's guest as she led a discussion titled, Three Email Strategies to Drive Podcast Downloads and Boost Revenue on Autopilot. Expect value like that all episode long. I was just sharing behind the scenes that I'm finally ready this weekend to go through my PodFest notes. I'm looking forward to implementing them. But welcome back to that entrepreneur show, everyone. Vincent A. Lancy here. Allie Grummer, great to see you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, I'm so excited to chat about this. I love getting to talk about the back, uh, the behind the scenes of like how a business started. Like I'm used to talking about email marketing, so we can talk about both, but um, I love the behind the scenes stuff. So thanks for having me. Of course. I'm looking forward to inspiring everybody out there, helping them through your experience. And today, Allie joins us as the founder of Duet, which is an email marketing strategist and conversion copywriter who helps online business owners make a killer first impression through automated welcome and nurture sequences that engage in readers, build brand loyalty, and optimize conversations for sales and site traffic. She takes email marketing strategy off your plate, which allows you to use your precious brain space and magic superpowers more effectively. She has a whole process for learning more about your audience, creating an email marketing strategy that makes sense for your business and writing copy that moves people to action. And I love the tagline. Let's do it together. D-U-E-T-T. D-U-E-T-T. Excuse me. Can you please plug your website and social media alley while we're talking about do it? Yeah. So it's duet.co, D-U-E-T-T dot C-O. Um, and there's a bunch of free resources there. I kind of go crazy creating free stuff. So there are plenty of places to dive in. Um, and then if you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's at Allie Grummert. And it's spelled funny, so you probably have to link to it in the show notes, but it's A-L-L-E-A um, is how I spell Allie. So yeah, it's the best place to get in touch with me. Be sure to tune into today's episode, then head right to that website. There's so much value there. I've seen it firsthand. And be sure to also stick around for the Spotlight story, because as we have someone who is an expert with email strategies, we're going to dive into an article titled, Seven Effective Email Marketing Strategies to Generate More Sales. And we'll learn which ones actually work, which ones she truly enjoys. So Allie, let's kick it off. Let's go back in time. Why did you become an entrepreneur at first? What led you to this journey? <laughs> yeah. So I was at my first job out of college. I'd been there for five years or so doing video production. I was a coordinator and all that. Um, and on the side, I started a personal finance blog. So I like to joke that I'm super fun at parties because I'm like, let's talk about budgeting and investing and, um, you know, living within your means. Like that's super sexy stuff. Right. Um, but I loved, yeah, I started a blog just on the side, not even knowing the whole world of bloggers, um, of online business. Um, and I did that for like a year and a half or so. And then I, I joked that I listened to one too many podcasts about how you can start your own business. And I was like, well, I guess I got to try. Like, the, don't tempt me with a good time and, you know, instability, you know, getting started. But yeah, so I actually went part time at the video production company while I built up my business for the next year and a half or so. And it was actually right at the start of 2020 that I wasn't working for any W2. <laughs> it was in January. And I was like, peace out, no more W2s. And then the pandemic hit. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I had been in business. My I started July of 2018. So I basically all I needed was a business name and a URL and an email address. And 
duet came to me. It's actually the German spelling of duet. So with two T's, um, I come from a big German family. My last name is Grummert, which means second cut of hay, if you really want to get nerdy on the German front. Um, and so it is big in like my part of Nebraska where I grew up. And um, But I like it because it's a couple of things. Like you mentioned the let's duet together. I realize that I'm a big implementer. So I'm like, like if all I do is help people implement stuff, like people are willing to pay for that. So I'm like, let's do it. This thing that's on your plate, let's get it done. Um, and then the other thought is just that everyone, I don't know, I think we work better when we all collaborate and play to our strengths. Agreed. So like my clients are amazing at what they do. And I can tell you more about them too, but they don't know how to do email marketing or they're like, I have no interest in writing or I have no idea how to organize this or what email platform to use. And so they bring their strengths and their expertise and I bring mine. So it's a duet. I love it. Collaborating is what it's all about. These podcast episodes, I've had the lucky privilege to collaborate with so many exceptional entrepreneurs. To all of you, the listeners, giving you different pieces of advice, different sectors each episode. And today, we're tapping into an area where we all could use improvement, even if we're thriving in email retentions, getting hit back. Can always grow. We can always improve. And that's what entrepreneurship, excuse me, is all about. But if you could help us grow, Allie, one book, app, workshop, tool, anything to our community of entrepreneurs to help them succeed. What is something that's worked well for you? So I had to put a lot of thought into this. Like I literally walked around my apartment. I was like, which book, which webinar, which app, <laughs> which tool? And like, I mean, I could rattle off all day. Um, I used to want to be an OBM. So I'm like, I'm big on apps. But the book that really got me going was Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port. I say that having only listened to the first two chapters and it's still the one I would recommend. Um, I listened to it while walking on a treadmill at my gym and taking notes on my phone when he's like, write down these ideas. I'm like, I have notes from book yourself solid, like on my iPhone from 2018. Um, But the idea is basically like, how do you like zero in on like the, the audience that you're already part of? Um, and build a network there and get really good at something. And then you can expand. Um, so it's that kind of the opposite of niching down. Like for me, it was like, I'm already in the personal finance space and that's where I found clients and that's right. where I got my footing. Um, I mean, entrepreneurship, man, I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. She's like, I want to do these three different things. And I'm like, you just need one that's going to make you money. Like you need to focus. And, and I tell people I'm like, it's way more fun to be an entrepreneur when you're not like struggling month to month. Like having that money makes it so much easier. Um, so especially when you're first getting started, Book Yourself Solid was really awesome. And then, it. yeah, I got invited to be on a podcast for food bloggers in 2019, end of 2019. And now food bloggers make up a huge part of my client base as well. So, and now I just kind of like, so now I kind of have my different communities I dive into and continue to build networks. I love that. So from guesting on a podcast to now them becoming one of your biggest clients right? Yes. yes. They are one of my biggest clients. So I'm putting that in the show notes for when it goes live, because I think that's such a great lesson right there for everyone. Just putting yourself in the room, putting yourself out there. You never know how the relationship is going to unravel who the other party may know. You really never know. And I'm excited that you just brought that up. It inspired me right there to keep digging, but I'd love to circle back to your business. Let's show yeah. some more love to that. What can we learn more about it? Yeah. So I work specifically with bloggers and content creators. So if we kind of go back to my the beginning, the first year of my entrepreneurship journey, I went through an incubator with okay. um, like a master, an email marketing master. Um, and there were probably 25 of us or so at least. And I remember going through that four-month incubator being like, 
I want to work with bloggers. And that feels weird because everybody else in the group with like e-com or SAS and like really sexy stuff like retention and churn and whatever. And I'm over here like, but bloggers need help too. And I just felt like such the weak voice in the room. <laughs> and it took me like two solid months and meeting with a coach, honestly, to just say, yep, I'm owning it. I'm going to work with bloggers, even if nobody else in the cohort is doing this. Um, and it was by that November or so, the the email mastery that I learned from got a request to be on a food blogging podcast. And she goes, oh, well, one of my students, there's only one who does blogging copywriting for email marketing. And so like that was kind of the power of just like, this is the space that I want to serve and just owning that. And it definitely came back to benefit me. Um, and it's cool because I get to just be really good at helping bloggers share more of their content through automated emails. I get to champion them um, with writing welcome sequences that really introduce their new readers to like, what content do they have? What cookbooks do they have? Are they on TikTok? Like, how do we connect them and cross sell to these other platforms? And just make sure that their brand is really clear. A lot of times, <laughs> this might be surprising to you, as an entrepreneur, you're like, I don't even understand my own brand anymore. And you've got these bloggers and content creators who've been doing this for years who are like, I don't know how to define what I do. And so that's a big part of what I do through, um, I do audience research, super sexy. I know. <laughs> um, I actually have a background. My de- I have two degrees, one in advertising and PR and one in history. So it's so funny because in college, everyone was like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, what do you know? I know how to do research <laughs> and like glean insights from like history and um, that background um, and be able to tie that in with like learning about messaging and what people love about our clients. And it affirms what they're doing. They actually get to like dialogue in a way with their audience where for the longest time as a content creator, you're just pushing stuff out. Yeah, This is your way to hear back from them. Um, and they're like, oh, I'm glad people like it when I do that. I'll do more of that. And so it's really fun. So I do, I have two primary services. I do an audit of people's email marketing. And then I do what I call the duet debut should do that with picture that with jazz hands duet debut because it's right we're writing this introduction to their new subscriber um and that's where we do audience research create a custom strategy write 15 emails for them and set it up for them in their automations so when i got started the doing of the duet was actually just the tech side of email marketing and so all the rest of that is expanded around it but i love the tech it's definitely part of the strategy um, if people click on a link, you can follow up with them um, about a particular you know, affiliate or booking a sale or something like that. So does that, <laughs> that's it. Those are the two. Um, I guess I have a few other kind of add-on services, but do you have any questions? I think, I think it's great because you put so much into it. You could, I could see the passion right through the screen. You love what you do. And as you said in the beginning, you give away too much free stuff. She's out here to help you succeed. Be sure everyone to head to her website after the show ends. And I also love what you said. People were saying this history degree wouldn't make sense, but I think it's a testament to you know what's best for you. Everyone out there, you know what's best for you. Just dig deep, stay true. And now it's paying major dividends for her because she's able to leverage the skills she learned in that degree to be unique, stand out, and differentiate herself as an email strategist. Yeah, there's um, a quote from Julia Child that I read right out of college that said, whatever you're interested in, remain tremendously interested in it. And that gave, like, I got chills even saying it, like just giving yourself permission to like love and do the things that you want to do. I like, I laugh all the time because people are like, isn't being nerdy a bad thing? I was like, no, because all the people who love the one thing are nerds together. Like 
FinCon is a huge money nerd conference, you know, like I'm an email marketing nerd. And if you get me a room with other email marketers, like we will just talk circles around it. And like, that's not a bad thing. It's just that everybody has their one or two things that they could talk all day about. Find your people who do that. I think, you know, I don't know. I'm very far away from like being in junior high. (laughs) But I think a lot of that stuff still sits with you of like, well, don't be the weird kid. It's like, dude, be the weird kid. (laughs) Like you're going to find your other people who find that interesting and helpful. I love that. Find people who also want to have as much passion as you, how much they can talk all day about the same subject. I love it. It's all about surrounding yourself with the right people as we're getting older and our businesses, they're growing. It's very crucial that we don't really waste time intentionally. But before this week's spotlight story, which again is on seven effective email marketing strategies, and we're going to learn which ones work. I'd love to ask you, Allie, what are some of the more challenging parts of being an entrepreneur for you? Oh, man. Gosh, cash flow. Let's talk about it. No, I yeah. mean, it's seriously one month, you'll have like one sale and the next month, I've literally had 11 sales in another month. And so that is just kind of like, that's always writing in the background. I think that's enough to keep a lot of people out of entrepreneurship, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, um, I don't do retainer work. Um, and so it's like, it is, it's all project-based and you're like, are we going to make it? Where are we going to be in six months? And so, I mean, that kind of leads into mindset. There's a lot you just have to like work through and have a lot of faith, um, but also do the action steps of following up and, you know, I'm doing a lot of research on my current client base right now. I'm planning to do a new website and new photos. And that's an investment of a lot of time and energy. Right. But you're also like, it's going to be worth it. I just know it. And having faith in that. Um, The other thing is like finding people on your team who care as much about your clients and how you deliver your work as you do. It is stinking hard. (laughs) Let alone to teach them things that you think are like, like I have, my VA has been with me almost two years and now she is officially project managing all like 15 projects at a time, 10 projects at a time. And I was like, there's no way I could give someone my brain and teach them strategy like I do. Guys, it is hard, but I did it. And I'm just like reveling in it. Like every day, I'm so grateful for her that I'm not the bottleneck on every part of the business. (laughs) Well, surrounding (laughs) Um, yourself with the right people is a whole nother thing. And you seem to found a good fit with your VA. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and loyalty is huge. So she's been loyal to me and I've been investing in her. And yeah. so, yeah, if you can find your people and then, I don't know, gratitude is a huge part of it. That's not the challenging part. Of course. That of should course. be the easy part. <laughs> well, if you don't mind, where did you find your VA for everyone out there? Yeah, so um, I go through a bunch of, I have a handful of job boards that are associated with VA courses. So at this point, like those are the people who have invested money to learn how to be a VA, how to manage their own business, how to do client communication, how to do technical skills. And so it's job boards for people like that who quote unquote graduated from the course and they're part of the community. So, I mean, that's how I found her. I just put it out and then get this, Vincent. We found out she's also from Lincoln, Nebraska. She grew up here. Oh like, man. Her parents moved away when they were like when they were in high school, but they've now been back to retire. And I got to spend time with her in Lincoln where I live. That's lived, really cool. Over Christmas. And so I'm like, what in the world? And you know, and she'd been working for me for almost two years and I had never met her in person. And you would not have known. Like Well, I'm sure yeah, that was so. a great time for you. Really sentimental around the holidays, made it better, I'm sure. I told her, I'm like, if you don't tell me you have plans, I will keep you all day. Like I will not let you go. Um, yeah. So part of it is just having a really good process for like what, I guess, like 
not personality. Personality is huge, but like what characteristics do you need to see? So like, I don't know, I do like a mini test and I really also deeply care about how they actually send me the email. If they follow up, like those kind of things and like going with your gut, you know, if somebody is not a good fit, you don't, you don't have to hire them. You can hire, you can wait and find the right person later. 10 times out of 10, that gut's going to be right, I think. So good advice there. I always regret it as soon as I don't go my gut. But before we find out which entrepreneur throughout history Allie wants to sit down with, we're going to hop into this week's spotlight story. I'm going to briefly touch on a few of these after introducing all seven, and then we'll bring back Allie to see her advice on the topic. Each year, the, the number of email users is growing at an astonishing rate. It is expected by the end of 2022 there will be over 4.2 billion users. Considering the fact that there are over 293 billion emails being sent per day, according to this site, which is EliteIntentInternational.com, it is inevitable to ask the question, in a sea of emails, how can you make your business stand out from the crowd, get more sales, hire open and click-through rates? Let me read off all seven. Get personal, but have your boundaries. Keep your subject lines short. Pick the right time for email sending. Give away freebies. Send mobile-friendly emails. Segment your subscribers and re-engage with inactive customers. And I'm going to go back to one that we already went over today. Send um, giveaway freebies. Excuse me, number four. Promotional giveaways can not only significantly increase the number of subscribers, but they can increase your income as well. You might, as, you might be skeptical as to why you should give away something for free, but this kind of promotional content is what subscribers like and are willing to give you their email address in exchange for. Freebies like templates and tools are very popular, where according to this is a 26 to 66% click-through rate. However, as much as you want your email list to grow bigger and bigger, there are rules to be followed. And by that, we mean the Can Spam Act. According to this act, when sending out an email, it should have a relevant subject line your commercial email address at the bottom, and an unsubscribe option in every email. Next, I want to touch on keeping your subject line short. 47% of email recipients open the mail based on the subject line only, and those that are personalized are 22% more likely to be open. This shows that subject lines are extremely important for your email marketing campaign success. However, statistics show that it's not just the content you need to be careful about, but the number of the characters used as well. In fact, email subject lines with six to 10 words are those with the highest open rate, according to this again. And another statistic I read is that goes well in your advantage if the subject lines have a sense of urgency or exclusivity. Exclusivity. I'm jumbling today with 22% higher open rates. Ali, we went over a little bit here. What are some of your takeaways? Well, as you know, my favorite part of that, <laughs> yes, or maybe, right. I mean, now, you know, is the delivering something of value to really build trust with your subscribers. So I have a ton of different lead magnets and incentives for people to join my email list. Um, and a lot of those just came out of, yeah, what people had a lot of questions about. So I probably have like too many, to be honest, and I'll probably narrow them down. Um, I'll probably still deliver them. I will still deliver them to my actual email list, but maybe too many opt-ins on my actual site. Um, but yeah, so delivering something of value that, you know, aligns with who it is you're looking to connect with, because um, it's too vague, you're going to get everybody on your list right. and you're going to be paying for people you don't want to. So 
Um, the other thing that really stood out to me, um, he mentioned the article wrote um, about personalization. That's also kind of ties in with the segmentation question at the end. So well, this is one of my favorite things to do. So personalization is more than just like using someone's name at the start of an email. It's really like, how can you create a personalized experience for your subscribers? So for instance, one of my food blogging clients within the welcome sequence in the first few emails, we asked them a couple times, um, which of these is you? Like, are you a new home cook? Have you been around the block a while? Do you need a little support? Like, what? where are you? And for anybody who clicks saying, I'm a new home cook, we actually have five emails that only go to them that really introduce them to how to get the most out of this cooking website. Like, Amazing. here are the tools you need. Here's how to cut up garlic. Like, and we are just giving them the best experience possible, right? And it's going to keep them around longer because if they're like, well, I don't know how to cut up a sweet potato. Like, good luck with them staying on your list, you know? Um, another thing is that I have a client who shares on a variety of topics. One is um, cocktails and entertaining. So by asking people, you know, what segment they're part of, quote unquote, we're not asking that, but like, hey, if you don't want cocktail or alcohol stuff landing in your inbox, like just being sensitive to that, that that's tempting for people in a way that maybe is unhealthy, they can click here. And when they click there, they get a tag and it excludes them from entire emails or sections of emails where we talk about alcohol. They still get a really wonderful experience, but we're also respecting their preferences. Like so. that. That's great advice. And I'm so glad that I chose this article. I had a feeling you were going to be able to provide some great feedback. Everyone out there, I hope you're enjoying this value as much as I am. And now it's time to learn a little more about Ali. Which entrepreneur throughout history is your choice to dig into their brain? I want to meet Sarah Blakely of Spanx. For sure. I don't know if you know why. about her story. Of, of course. So <laughs> yeah. inspirational. Yeah. And she's just like, she was a doer. She's like, I'm going to lock myself in my apartment. I'm not going to be affected by what other people think or if they think this is stupid. I'm just doing it. Um, and I just love that energy. Um, I have tweeted at her multiple times to fix the um, women's sports bra issue. <laughs> so if you have any ladies listening, they're probably like, why are there removable cups with sports bras that I have to spend five minutes restuffing into this bra every time I do the laundry? Like for me, I'm like, I'm so mad. This is such a waste of my time no. as a person. And every time I'm like, Sarah Blakely, will you solve this problem? Sarah Blakely, can you hear me? Can you, can you fix it? <laughs> um, she has yet to tweet back. So <laughs> that that's the hill I'm going to die on. Most well, she likely. is a hustler. She's a hustler. She's a mom still doing it all at the time too. Where are you meeting Sarah Blakely? Ooh, gosh, probably New York, somewhere near Central Park. Grab a coffee and go for a walk. That's what I want to do. I like it. Get the juices <laughs> flowing on that walk. Well, thank you so much, Allie. It was so great to reconnect with you, get you on the show. I'm glad I get to highlight all the great work you do. And of course, you inspired so many today. Where, again, can we find more on you, your company, all things Allie? Yeah. So if you go to duet.co, D-U-E-T-T dot C-O, um, I've got resources there on my site. You can join my free monthly roundtable. So once a month, I host an hour long Zoom call where you can just like pick my brain. Uh, we have a different topic every month. Um, sometimes they go up for vote. So you can vote which topic I you like want to talk that. about. Um, but it's a great way to meet other people. You know, I did that because so much of email marketing like what's stalling people is like one or two questions. And so mm -hmm. during that hour, if I can answer your questions and you go send more emails or send them more confidently or go learn about your audience, like that's that's my goal um, is that we stop stalling and the questions get answered.
I love it. Well, everyone, be sure to head to that free chat. You'll be sure to level up your mindset and learn so much. And I am at Vincent A. Lancey, and the show is at That Entrepreneur Show. Hashtag That Entrepreneur Show on all platforms. I am at VincentALancey.com to learn more behind the scenes on each guest. And until next week, signing off from Tampa to Nebraska. Allie, it's great to see you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.